3: Can you see it? Did you know
0: this was over. Checked, but the puck comes right to Pedersen, who tries a
1: bank pass for Besser. In with a shot. He scores! Moments notice.
3: Adam
0: You're listening to Canucks Conversation. Quinn Hughes, the reporter here. Like, I don't I will <laughs> cover the Canucks.
2: Yeah. I cover Quinn Hughes and what he's doing to the Canucks. A member of the Nation Network of Podcasts and delivered by DoorDash.
1: Just wave the guy and get Demco involved. i wanted of them in and down. Wow. Really? We should do a radio show together.
0: <laughs> right on. I want to fist bump you right now. What how? Pearl steals, cutting in, shoots, scores. Don't waste all the good stuff on the off-air, let me go. Hello, Canucks fans, and welcome back to another episode of the Canucks conversation delivered to you by the great folks at DoorDash. Ding dong. Use promo code CONVODD, capital C, capital Ds, all one word, CONVODD, that will get you 25% off and free delivery on your first order with the DoorDash app. Does not get much better than that, folks. We've got a guest today. My name is Dave Houdrelli, joined as always by the man who built the place, Chris Faber. Our technical producer is Alex Allard. It is the Canucks conversation, and our guest today is Abbotsford Canucks forward Will Lockwood, who will oh, yeah. be joining the show uh, at around one we We're expected to be joined uh, by Will Lockwood. All of our guests are brought to you by the great folks at Zephyr Epic. Be sure to use promo code Hockey Season, capital H, capital S, all one word, Hockey Season. That will get you $5 off your order at ZephyrEpic.com and in person in the, sur- in the store oh. in Surrey. Uh, Z-E-P-H-Y-R Epic. Check them out. On all platforms. Best part about Zephyr Epic—they ship free on any order over mm-hmm. fifty dollars in Canada. Yep. From putting you on the spot. I know you don't have a city, so I'll give a city today. Okay. I don't know why you need all this prep. Just name two cities. It's not hard. Okay. Well, well, you can't do it. You want me to do it? Well, you just said you're doing it. I don't. I don't mind. From Tofino. Yeah. To Toronto, easy.
1: That was soft. Whatever. Well, what's a fact about Toronto?
0: Uh, they are the home of the official choking symbol, uh, worldwide choking symbol. Okay. Toronto Maple Leafs. It was a bad, that was Facebook humor.
1: Yeah. The uncles will
0: like the that The uncles one. will
1: like that one. <laughs> That's for sure. Uh, see, it's harder than it looks. It's not harder than it what looks. What did I have yesterday? Cap Sha. That was
0: a good one. Yeah. You, you know what? You do put a lot of work into it. I'm not, uh, I'm not going to dispute no, but, that. Uh,
1: yeah. You run into Zephyr Epic and Surrey there and you, uh, say, yeah, hockey season. You say that to them. It's like when I say bet, what, you get five bucks off. <laughs> I get paid 5 bucks, they get 5 bucks off their deal if you just go in there and say hockey season and you listen to Canucks conversation. The store is cool too. Lots of lots of Pokemon cards. You know I love my Pokemon cards. My number one right here, my Dragonite, my shiny Dragonite, my favorite card. I got some new cards coming in the in the mail too.
0: Adding to the collection. I'm getting so. a Lego order today. Mm. I'm very excited about it. Yeah, you said you got your phone out and ready to go there. Yeah, I'm ready for them to deliver it. Although they've been they've been spotty with the delivery. I'm not gonna lie, it's been tough. They, yeah, somebody uh, mentioned my draft shirt here. Yep, Vancouver draft. That uh, is a nice shirt. It is. It's one of my favorite
1: ones. I got this. Uh, you and I were at the um, the end of the season availability thing. They had that. Remember that the. Uh, it was a locker room clear. They had this in the locker room. Five bucks.
0: Oh, yeah, that's right. Five I bucks for the I forgot about shirt. that.
1: Was probably this is the best $5 shirt I've ever bought. I wear it all the time.
0: Good time. Uh, someone is asking in the chat, is your gym streak still going? Yep. I'm still proud going. of you.
1: That's awesome, and I know it's I haven't still gone going. today yet, but uh, eight days in a row. Um, Sore. I'm very sore
0: and tired. Yeah, I'm I'm a little sore too. I've been getting back after it. You've inspired me.
1: It's good. I th- I go in there and I think I can lift like I used to back when I was in shape and like playing football and stuff. Oh my god! Because I, I pick up the same weights that I used to, and I can still lift them. Like I haven't gotten that out of shape. Well, I have, but I haven't. Got, I can still lift some of the weights. But uh, yeah, it's the it's the days after that are killing me. My arms and stuff are just so damn sore. Gotta get on creatine. No, I'm not getting on the. I'm getting team. back. Well, if you back. can see, you can pull it out of the bin there. I've been drinking. These were the old people drink that boost right there. The the old people drink these in the morning instead of having breakfast. I had a boost today because I was feeling I'm feeling old and useless. All right, <laughs> okay. Let's get started. Vancouver Canucks big six uh, four win over the Sens yesterday. Spencer Martin to me was the story of the game. Quads. I know you love to chat about uh, goaltenders. To me, he was the story of the game. It was just so damn good. There it is, another win. Uh, Spencer Martin. Excellent in the first 45 40 minutes of the game. Uh 35 scoring chances in the first 40 minutes. And Spencer Martin kept this Canucks team in the game. It was an incredible performance. We're seeing it right there. Uh 41 shots. Man, I can't believe the Canucks won that game. I, I can't believe it. Well, it was such a like I think someone said in the chat earlier, like what a roller coaster this team is. We're still not a month into this season. Uh and just like the yesterday's game was just like it was so funny. It was just a funny game. Right, like it was a really funny game. Maybe not for Alex, who we're gonna bring it in here in just a minute because he's a Sens fan. We'll uh, get his opinion on it. But like the Sens were so damn good against, and maybe not even good. The Canucks might have just been really bad. But the first forty minutes, it was one hundred percent. Looked like it was in the the Senators' court. It looked like it was utter domination, man. It felt like there was like seven minute stretches where the Canucks didn't have a scoring chance, and the the Sens would have like five, six, seven scoring chances. And I mean. It was wild. I think that really big save by Spencer Martin, like diving across with the blocker was was a big thing that kind of helped push this team a little bit, maybe gain a little bit of momentum on there. But I didn't feel like there was any momentum going back to the Canucks. I mean, when Horvat scored that goal to tie it up at 1-1 in the first period, like I think I tweeted other times I was like, there's no way this game should be tied right now going into the intermission. And of course, Travis Hamnick ends up scoring the goal. Alex, we'll bring you in now. Your thoughts of last night's game just from, like, a Sens perspective. uh, As you're watching this team absolutely dominate for 40 minutes, and then it just all falls apart. The Canucks probably had their best third period of the year. What did you think? uh, And and it was funny. We were texting back and forth in the group chat with Alex here, Quads, you know this, and Debrinkit. He was brought up Debrinkit yesterday. Man, that guy cannot, you know, catch a break. It feels like he's got decent release on his shot. He just can't beat a goaltender
0: right now. Yeah, again, he had his chances. We were talking about it last night. He was getting his chances, getting his looks. He was pulling the shots off, and just they're just not going in for him right now. It, it was it was tough. Like, yeah, was how like, do you think the game played goals out? Goals that went in, like yeah, some of these goals that went in, like Hamannik losing the puck behind the net there. That's on uh, on Horvat's second. Brandstrom in front on on uh, Horvat's first. He just kind of let him be and drifted off. Uh, just
1: yeah i mean it was uh from a canucks perspective like the third period was excellent but i have to think like man i I can't believe that game over the first 40 minutes
0: no and that's the thing is we've heard you know and softball jump in the chats. Did anybody hear the bruce there it is chance uh it happened it happened folks but I did want to talk about Spencer Martin because, as you said, the Canucks didn't bring their best game for the first 40 minutes. And I think that's, you know, that's not a hot take. That's safe to say. They were lucky to get into the third, uh, tied it to a piece, if we're being honest here. And again, like, there's no goalie controversy in Vancouver, but you haven't had a lot of games where Thatcher Demko's held them in games and, you know, been that savior. Like, I wouldn't say Martin stole them that game. I don't think you can say that when you let in four goals. No, I think he did. Well, Martin didn't think so. Martin was upset with no, himself but, after the game. But 35 scoring chances in the first 40
1: minutes. Yep. You should be scored on more than twice. Sure. You should absolutely be scored on more than twice. And, when, and not just like. Man, I don't I don't it wasn't like the Canucks were making bad giveaways. They just couldn't get the damn puck. Like the the yeah. Senators just had the puck on their stick for what felt like the first 40 minutes.
0: Also Nikita Zaitsev getting sent down the day after. I watched him and like in that game and I was just shocked at how bad he was. Like I knew he wasn't great, but he was bad, like very, very bad. No, I yeah, I agree. Think with he that gets there. claimed? I don't
1: know. I'd have to look at the contract. He is tall. Know. He is tall. He is a defenseman who is tall, but uh, no, I don't think so. Um I guess just where to go from there. He only played
3: 11
0: minutes. Yeah, you know? 11 he, minutes, but I noticed a, him a ton. not the reason. <laughs> had some... He scored a goal, but he gave a couple back, you know? Yeah. yeah. Welcome That's to definitely. the Travis Hammonick experience, Alex. You're preaching to the choir here. <laughs> uh,
1: with Horvat, two more goals for him. Uh, a goal and assist for Elias Patterson, but Horvat continues to score at a ridiculous pace. Um, I... I don't like I don't really know uh like it's so weird. Yesterday's game like is was the most confusing game of the season to me. Like it seriously was. Watching this Canucks team play like they did in the third period was just just kind of like something that we haven't seen from them all season long, right? Like imagine if that was how they came out all and it felt you know what it felt like? It felt like last season, how this team was, right? In third periods, like how many games did they actually come back from last year under Bruce Boudreaux? that's what the team played like in the third period. And it it felt like it like that something needed to happen. Something needed to change on the bench from this Canucks team in the second intermission. And something clearly did or like something that was a vastly different looking team in the third period from what we saw in the first 40 minutes. And I wonder what that's on. Is that on the player? Is that on the coach? Is that from the the president calling them out? Like something clicked for them after the first 40 minutes of that game. And they came out in the third period and, and gave the best, not only third period, but probably the best period they've played. Well, maybe not the the three nothing against Nashville is a pretty good period, but I mean the best third period, I think for sure that they've played this season.
0: Yeah. But again, like in the grand scheme of things, it doesn't really matter, right? Like that, yeah. that's the thing. And again, I, I was thinking about this the other day, because I've seen people on Twitter complaining and not about us specifically, but they were just saying like, it's hard to consume Canucks content right now. Cause everybody's saying the exact same thing and they're saying it every single day. So how do you balance that while also telling it how it is? And how it is is they beat another bad team, and they didn't look exceptionally good in the win either, right? So, again, I don't like this whole uh, this whole idea that you know they're flying by the seat of their pants, and if they if they could just beat some bad teams on this road trip, everything's going to be fine. No, the issues are still there. The issues are still prevalent. And again, like it's fun to celebrate wins. I get it, but. The process wasn't there. The process still wasn't there last night. And again, I don't want to sound like a broken record. I don't want to get into this where we say it every game because you have to look for positives. And the biggest positive for me was the play of Spencer Martin yesterday. And that's, yeah. that is that is absolutely that's a positive. So, I don't know. Like, it's just... I know I just did exactly what I said I didn't like having to do, which is, you know, say the same thing every day. But it's another bad team. It's just another bad team that the Canucks didn't really dominate. No. And still, you know, they managed to win, but they didn't dominate at all for most of the game. And again, that's that's the problem with this team, right? Is all the issues are still there. And yeah, getting the results, great. But they're still there. And you only got the result against a really bad team who's really on a skid right now, the well, Ottawa Senators. Time.
1: Yeah, I think that's the thing. It's It dials down to consistency again, right? And I think that's what's... That what might be bites the Canucks in the rear at the end of the season if they get stuck in that mushy middle like we always talk about, right? It's like... You know, are they able to beat the the bad teams in the league and just kind of sit just above them? Like, man, you know, the worst thing that could happen this season is like the Canucks drafting tenth in this draft because, like, man, there's seven guys, like six, seven guys in this next draft who have a chance to be like impact players, immediately within the next two years, yeah. immediately like three or four for yeah. sure. You know, but where's, like,
0: sorry, where's the drop off in the draft? Like in the first I think round. after?
1: Well, there's a couple. There's like the elite tier right and and
0: usually that's just one guy but we've heard on, that there's four in this draft
1: yeah it depends on um immediate impact because um, like talking immediate impact mitchkov obviously is completely dropped off there he's yep. gonna be in the khl for for another four years um but i i don't think i don't think you're worried at all about bedard making an impact Fantilli making an impact leo carlson i think is going to make an immediate impact i like, there's enough guys at the top that are going to come in and play in the NHL next year. to For the Canucks, I think you want to be in that top seven, right? Like, that's where you want to be. So, it'll be interesting to see how this team does against these bad teams here moving forward. And, I mean, it's not like they're, you know, they aren't actively tanking. That's for sure. But um, you you just, yeah, you don't want to be in that mushy middle. And it's going to take a lot for this team to get to the playoffs, obviously. But, you know, last like I, at least watching the game last night, I had some fun. Like, I had some fun in the third period, for sure. First two periods, I don't know. Like That was that was a tough game to watch. I mean, the team was getting absolutely run out of the building by the Ottawa Senators, but they came back in the third. They they came back and showed a little bit of pushback in the third period, and, and it got to be a pretty exciting game, right? Like, yeah, it's it, – I don't know. Like, yesterday was the most confusing game I've watched the Canucks in so long. Like, it was such a weird game uh, to watch at that point, and I, I'm happy that Spencer Martin had a really good game as well. So that, that was really good to see. Uh, And now back-to-backs, right? You got Montreal tonight. That's going to be a big test. I I found it interesting, like, Montreal had to travel even more uh, than the Canucks did because they played in Detroit last night, too. So Mm -hmm. going to be two teams that this might be, uh, if you're looking for, like, a dog of a game and not the, the good dog of a game, but, like, a bad dog of a game, tonight is, like, setting itself up. At least you have Thatcher Demko in there tonight to hopefully have, like, a good bounce back tonight. Tonight might be the night where you can finally see a Thatcher Demko game. Where he's getting a team that, yeah, they they're coming off a win. They won in a shootout, but um, you're getting up against Montreal team that uh, I think they've lost three of their last four. Um, you know, obviously that win last night was big for them, but it's against Detroit, so tonight would be a really good night, especially after what Spencer Martin did yesterday. Tonight would be a really good night for that bounce back from from Thatcher Demko.
0: Absolutely, and there's kind of a idea of okay, let's get some pushback here because there's no goalie controversy, and we'll talk about this after we chat with Will Lockwood. There's no goalie controversy, right? There's no goalie controversy in Vancouver, but Spencer Martin's making it close. Like Spencer Martin's well, yeah. getting them results. And you, like you said, you think he stole the game last night. I think he was absolutely the biggest reason they won last night. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I'm not disputing that. So I don't know. Like it, it, it's interesting. The word steal and steal a game, right? Thirteen
1: like, games into the season, the two best goalie performances have come from Spencer Martin, right? Pittsburgh. And then yesterday, yeah, you mentioned the four goals, but man, like, you know, the first 40 minutes, I look at that as like two different games almost. And yeah, he wasn't great in the third period. He called the
0: Hammonick goal terrible. And it's sure, hard to disagree that with That was, things.
1: yeah. I mean, that wasn't a great shot, but it meant like some of the, the saves, it just felt like there was a confidence. After he makes a couple of those saves early, it's like you could feel the fan base getting some confidence behind Spencer Martin. And I think that was really nice to see because yeah, you have, you have, it's been, listen, I don't think that, that Demko's had the worst start to the season, but it's definitely not his best. And I don't know if, the confidence level is even there with him but with Spencer I mean yeah the it was you could feel like it felt nice to be confident in a goaltender I think that's what Canucks fans were getting yesterday from Spencer Martin absolutely
0: guy who played with Spencer Martin well,
1: I was just about to say this guy got to play in front of Spencer Martin last season a lot now it's probably had a lot of confidence because Spencer Martin was excellent uh last year in the HL let's bring in uh Will Lockwood now joining us Will how you doing you uh still in the arena there
2: Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to Quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
3: Yeah, I uh, actually just finished up lunch, so I thought I'd pop out in a quiet area over here in the rink. I'm actually on the bench right now. So,
1: Oh, right on. Well, people, you can't bring up lunch and not tell us what you ate. People love that <laughs> uh, in podcasts. What would you have for lunch today, Will? <laughs>
3: Um. What do we have? I had some salmon, some rice, and some cauliflower. Nothing too extreme. Might go back for some banana bread Ooh. after this.
1: So with banana bread, are you a chocolate chip guy, walnut guy, or just straight banana bread? Where do you roll with that?
3: Um, I don't know. They have it fresh here every day, and I think they do it with – whatever they're doing it's good it's chocolate (laughs) chip and walnut i think um and it's phenomenal it's i don't know if there'll be any left usually gets taken up pretty quickly
0: well we were just talking about him spencer martin how happy are you to see spencer martin you know from where he was last year get to play nhl games now
3: yeah it's awesome i i'm super happy for the guy he um you know you wouldn't really expect him to be where he's at from the start of last year and um you know, it's it, he's a guy you always want to root for because he he has came a long way since then, but has you know earned every every bit of that success he's been having. Um, and like you said, he's a guy who's he's got a lot of confidence and. Um, you know, it's it's good to see that the fans are starting to recognize that as well.
1: Oh, absolutely. They're they're talking about building a statue outside Rogers <laughs> Rainy yesterday. But uh uh well, I got to ask what's it, what's it been like last couple weeks here. You guys start uh, start the season on the road. Must be nice to kind of settle in a little bit here, but at the same time, I've heard from players a lot about this that, you know, starting the season on the road on a road trip like that's kind of nice as well. So how's the last week and a half been here back in Abbotsford?
3: It's been good. Um yeah, you, you start in the road and then you know when you get to come home you're so excited to play in front of your fans and you know i think we showed that um you know obviously would like to win those second games but um you know it's been a lot of fun being here at home
1: and will you must be liking it uh, in the in the games here four games back at home you got five goals what is it about this avatar center for you man
3: um i don't know uh, it's just you you kind of thrive off the energy that the fans bring and um You know, it's fun. It's always fun to to win in in the rink. And, you know, it's fun to score some goals along the way, too.
1: Well, we talked about this last week when I was out of the game, just about how important it is for your game to be skating, right? I mean, that's one of your skills, obviously. One of your best strengths is your skating. How important is it for you to just be able to to go 100 miles an hour, be giving it 100 percent? What does that kind of create for you and kind of specifically the good parts of your game? How much does skating create to kind of open up the other strengths in your game?
3: Um, yeah, it, it creates a lot. I think, um, you know, when I'm, I'm moving my feet, it creates that separation. I was talking to you earlier about it, but that separation just gives you a little more time along the ice, whether it's, you know, three hard strides out of the corner, you create that separation from the D man in order to make a play, you know, to the middle or up to the point, or if it's in the neutral zone or, or getting off the wall, um, you know, those three strides have been a key focus of mine in creating that separation, and it, um, you know, allows allows a player to have some time to make a play, and um, you know, I think that's been a key part of my game lately.
0: Well, I want to ask you about the kind of organizational shift. I guess the you know they clean house last year with the coaching staff, the management. Does that change things for you at all? Because, like, obviously when you get sent down, you chat with the coaching staff about what they want to see from you. Have you been able to kind of have similar conversations with the new regime, that kind of thing? Like, has it changed anything for you? Or, like, what? how has it affected you, the change?
3: Um, you know, it's it's something that doesn't affect me very much at all. Um, you know, there's good dialogue between um, the two parties, which is, which is you know, great to get some good feedback like that um but for me it's not something i really focus on too much it's just kind of controlling what i can do here and um yeah controlling what i can because you know outside of that you'll you know start to to go crazy
1: well with looking at this season uh, i'm sure goal of yours is to get back in the nhl get some games like you've had over the past couple of years here What are you working on right now to prove to the NHL team that you can be ready to play NHL games? What are you doing in the AHL right now to to kind of prove that point?
3: Um, You know, just a lot of things like wall play, um, you know, continuing to be good in the D zone. I think that's probably, you know, you you see me get on the score sheet and that's all well and good, but I feel like my D zone, my back pressure, um, you know, my play around the net, clearing out bodies has probably been my strength so far this season, um, to continue to focus on that. Um, because obviously at the next level, you're not, it's a little more difficult to score and, 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 do things like that. So just to have that base there, um, uh, is probably been a big key of mine. Well, talk us through the, uh, off
1: season that you had any, anything exciting over the off season, any trips anywhere? Or are you just back home in Michigan, just kind of hanging out?
3: <laughs> um, no, yeah, I was, I was, I, I had a great off season. I, you know, now I got some friends who are out of school and are, and are working in different areas. So I was going to visit some of, some of those guys. Um, I was in New York, I was in Chicago a little bit. Um, you know, we go up North in Michigan and, um, and, you know, go out on the lakes there and, and do a lot of fishing and, and things like that. So I, w- I was able to get around and see some of those guys and, and have some fun, fun along the way. Um, you know, obviously focus on training but that's your off season so you gotta you gotta do those things you gotta enjoy it and nick Blankenberg,
1: i gotta ask about him uh getting a run here with the columbus blue jackets had a good little finish last year had some pretty exciting things what were you uh I'm sure you spent some time with him in the off season. What was it like kind of chatting with him now, making that jump? Uh, and, you know, we I think we talked about this last year. Like, how many teams weren't interested in this guy because he was, you know, too small or wasn't going to be an NHL player. But, man, the, the guy's already making somewhat of an impact with this Blue Jackets team. And I know he's battling for ice time right now, but seems like a lot of positivity from the fan base over there uh, in Columbus about what Nick's doing right now.
3: Yeah, you know, I if you asked me, I'd have him in the lineup every day and, um, have him playing every day. I think he's kind of earned that. Um, and you know, he's the type of kid who won't get discouraged. He, he'll, he'll earn that ice and, and he'll eventually be at the point where he wants to be. And he's kind of, he's kind of proved that his entire life. Um, you know, he hasn't really been given much, um, and has made a lot out of, you know, the little he's been given. Um, but yeah, he's, you know, one of my best friends and, we spent a lot of time together. this summer. we were living together for a while this summer, and um, you know we plan to live together next summer. So um, it just makes me really happy to see him doing so well. He's the type of guy that you know you just like Marty. You just root for. He's just a great guy. Works so hard. Um, you know he he wants to see you have success. I want to see him have success. It's it's great to, to see him doing so well.
0: Well, Vinny Arsenal once rocked a purple stick after going in a goal goal-scoring heater. Uh Hirano's now now got the custom printed Bauer stick. Anything you're doing with your gear that's led to this hot streak?
3: No, not at all. I I mean, I've been using the same pattern and same tape job and same everything my entire life and um you know, it's not something I I'm really superstitious about or change up too much. It's um you know, just just sticking with what it is and it's been working lately so i'm not really going to change too much there
1: you go. well that's what you say but I, I mean this banana bread you're talking about at the <laughs> abbotsford center i mean is, it, is that the
3: magic touch who knows i could be honestly <laughs> I, I don't think i had too much of it last year this year i've kind of i've been indulging enjoying um the food that that they provide here and it, it could be the banana bread i mean um if it is they gotta start making some more of it. that's for sure <laughs> uh final
1: one from us here will um we had we had Chase Waters on the show uh, to start this season. He was our first guest from the Abbotsford Canucks, and uh, for we kind of joked about it, like it was kind of probably weird for him to not have a C on his chest last year because it feels like he's been a captain every year probably since he was five. Um, what's it been like adjusting to the, the you know having the first captain here in Abbotsford Canucks history and and like I I guess let's like I don't, I don't want you to like brag about him too much, but like this guy's been a captain everywhere he goes. Like what what is it about Chase that makes him get into that role every, on every team?
3: I mean, I think it just kind of stems from the person he is more than anything. Like, he's come in and, um, you know, he's he's been a guy people respected since day one. He's, you know, brings everything to the rink every day, um, you know, treats everyone else with a ton of respect. Um, and I think it just kind of stems from there. And then, obviously, it shows in his game. He's been, you know, he's kind of been our team's backbone um, beginning this season. And, you know, when we're doing film there's always a couple clips that um you know maybe the fans or other people aren't seeing but have led to so much success for our team so um he continues to lead on and off the ice and i think he's probably done that his whole life it seems like i don't um but yeah you know he's been phenomenal i think abbotsford canucks are really lucky to have him as a captain Absolutely.
1: Well, Will, we'll hope that you keep that Hawk Street going. I know you guys got the Chrome Dome uh, Silver Knights in town tomorrow, so that's going to be a big game at the Outer Center. No Vancouver game, so a lot of focus going to be on what you guys are doing out there tomorrow. So all the best, and uh, thanks for joining us here, Will.
3: Yeah, awesome. Thanks for having me, guys.
1: You betcha. There he is. Will Lockwood, Outer Canucks. Like you said, big game tomorrow. Uh, hosting the Henderson Silver Knights. They got those chrome helmets. I don't know how I feel about those. Uh, I think the chrome looks bad. I've I've seen it, like, work with gold, and it depends on the jersey color and everything, but (laughs) a black jersey with the chrome helmet, it just, I don't know, it doesn't, like, doesn't do it for me. You know what I did like was those, uh, what are they called, the gunmetal jerseys that the Lions were wearing? Yeah, those are awesome. Yeah. They
0: were, you know. Do you know what I'm remembering? Lions were, do you know what I'm remembering? What's that? Sven Berchie? No. When those helmets first came out, remember this? And I criticized them heavily. Yeah. And you saw them live, and you said... Dude, I saw them in the dark. They look great in the dark. They looked good in the dark, And then remember what I said? I was like, well, everything looks good in the dark. If you need it to look better, you just shut the lights off. Okay. (laughs) I can't. That was so funny. I remember that day. Very vividly, you weren't very happy that Well, well, Lockwood,
1: it's got to be the banana bread. (laughs) I see it in the chat here.
0: People like, yeah. I mean, I like banana bread.
1: What else has been the constant? Yeah, he's been at home, but... Five five goals in his last four games. I mean, the, the kid is really starting to score out there. And it'll be interesting to see what happens with Will Lockwood moving forward, right? I mean, there's a lot of things that he does really well. It just seems like something just hasn't quite, you know, clicked yet for him at the NHL level. And I think that there's enough skill in his game, whether it be the speed, the aggressiveness is obviously super exciting in Will Lockwood's game. I'm just wondering if that, you know, maybe it takes that moment of just, something clicking and it's not just like in a moment during a game, it might just be like some point in his hockey career where something just needs to be tinkered with a little bit to actually make him into an NHL player. Right. And I think he he's at the point right now where there's, there's clearly skills in his game that project him to be something at the NHL level, but he just hasn't been able to to find the right almost like chemistry in his own yeah. set to, to really put it together to be a guy who can play on your fourth line. Cause man, he should be trying to, you know, battle with the Jack Studnica. For this position, right?
0: Some guys are late bloomers. And I know Jack Nika scored uh, last right. night against Ottawa. But some guys are late bloomers. And I, I, I've said it before where... like, I the, the pushback I've ever given you on Will Lockwood is when he's referred to as a prospect. Or mm. maybe he can develop into something. I'm always like, okay, he is what he is at this point. But some guys are late bloomers. You've seen kind of that shift of mentality work for a guy like Tyler Mott. Where scored a ton in... Uh, in junior and in college in Michigan, both of those guys. Yep. And then he kind of transforms his game to become a bottom six guy. And that's why I asked him the question about, like, when he got sent down before, and I didn't explicitly say it, but when he got sent down before, Travis Green was out in the media openly saying, we need him to kill penalties. He needs to become a good penalty killer. He's not going to play for the Canucks. Right. So I was kind of curious if that shifted at all, what's kind of been the message. And he said there's good dialogue. So, again, you take him at his word on that. And, again, you, you kind of think, like, Okay, let's see, you know, obviously you want to develop your goal scoring. You want to be able to put up some points in a bottom six role. But again, uh, how much is he working on the, you know, defensive side of the game as well, Sure.
1: Right? And that's part that I'm not so worried about with him. I really do think it is the bottom line. Because I think it was, what, 15 games in the NHL he's had not a point, not an assist. Yeah. So to see him, you know, finish last AHL season with nine goals in 46 games. Listen, five goals already in his first eight games of the season. Like I said, all five of those goals coming over the last four. So that was you know, that was coming off of being brought up and sent back down as well. So he's been really good since being sent back down uh, and, and been excellent at home, obviously, for the Absurd Canucks. They're in action tomorrow um, against uh, the Henderson's Overnights. I'll be out there as well.
0: Okay. Shifting conversation. I'm verified big. now.
1: Oh, yeah. I, I, you know, I had that at the top of the show. I wanted to bring it up because I want to talk about this verified thing.
0: Yeah, I'm verified.
1: Well, it's already a mess, okay? It is. It's already a mess online. Did uh, you see
0: someone made a faker Rolles Chapman account? And I saw like, the
1: McDavid one.
0: Someone hey, already the impersonated one? the uh, Yankees. Wait, that's the real Yankees account. Oh, <laughs> that's real. I just I just opened Twitter because I was going to bring up the oldest Chapman. Okay, there was a faker oldest Chapman tweet that was like, "I'm back in the Bronx for three years," and it has the check mark. It looks completely yeah, real.
1: That's what's going to get
0: people. Dude, man. the Yankees just tweeted. On Monday, infielder Anthony Rizzo exercised his player opt out, like just opts out of his contract. And I was like, oh, okay, it's fake. And then I clicked the profile and it's the real Yankees account. It's the 3.8 million followers. Yeah, and
1: you got the, you, you're you out here, the verified one. I don't think I'm going to, I don't think I'm going to do it. No? No, I, we are going to I'm do gonna it. I'm going to do it for a month and then stop. We're, we are going to do it for the podcast account. We, we have to for the, for the extended videos. I
0: don't know about that. We'll do it from the Canucks Army account maybe. Actually, yeah, that works
1: too. Yeah. We just need somewhere to post videos because some, you know what? I hate it when I'm putting together a clip and yeah, the clip yeah, is yeah. like two minutes and 28 seconds and I'm like, damn, I got to shave off eight seconds somewhere and that really sucks that I have to do it at some point because it's like, yeah, that, that's going to be annoying. So we'll have longer clips uh, posted. We'll, yeah, Canucks Army I guess will be the one that gets a check. It doesn't really matter to me. Hey, I'm not going to go out of my way to
0: do it. What's Bo Horvat's number right now? I don't want to throw you on the spot. I know it's not even in the 53? outline. I just, no, 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 oh. no. His jersey number. His number oh. for a contract extension. Oh. How much does Bo Horvath get on the open market right now?
1: Well, right now, if the season ends. Well, yeah, he's, he's on a, a, a 76 goal pace yeah, just, or whatever. But I think the question should be like, listen, the th- everything he's done so far this season, you, you have to see. Like, I know he's on pace for 76 goals. He's not going to score 76. But, like, he is clearly on the path to 40, though. Right now, right? With everything that he's doing right now. He's clearly on the path to 40 goals, which is going to be very impressive for him. And I tell you what, a 40-goal center hitting the open market who wins faceoffs like he does and can play in all positions. Like, I don't think he's the best penalty killer, but he's a guy who's going to score on your power play a lot. You can use him there. And it's, yeah, I mean, his number has to be over eight right now. with the way he's playing this season, it has to be over
0: eight. It does. Right. And the Canucks can't pay that. No. Like, they can't. They can't pay that. But you're going to lose your cap. Like, I don't know. I'm coming to grips with that. And I know it's going to be a long season, folks. We're going to have lots of time to talk about Bo Horvat. But last night, you just see him again. And it's just, like, it feels like there's this narrative with Bo Horvat where, oh, well, all of his goals come in the bumper spot. All of his goals are lucky or whatever it is that people say. Mm Mm-hmm. At what point do you just say, no, Bo Horvat's a good goal scorer? Like he's a goal scoring center. No, he is, yeah. Like if, if it was that easy, and that's the thing, I, I said this in the Stanches when I was talking about Kuzmenko at the net front. If it was that easy, everybody would do it. Like, you know, it takes it takes a certain skill set to be able to do what Horvat's doing, you know what to be able thinking, to even though? play the, the net here's, front.
1: Here's even taking this to another degree, because I was thinking, I was like, you know, if the Canucks do lose Horvat, imagine Petterson in the bumper. He's showing a reluctancy to shoot right now. Yeah, but you go in the bumper, you don't, you don't, you can't be reluctant to shoot. Like the puck gets on your stick, you got to let it go.
0: I think. I'd Otherwise, have four guys are
1: closing in. The bumper. In. Sure. Right now. Oh, yeah, sorry. You're saying, saying okay. If, if they me, were yeah. to move on from him and you kind of run that triangle, right? Maybe Besser goes on the right side and he can make that cross ice pass. To,
0: Patterson as a distributor, man. Yeah, that that is true. But like, like, you don't
1: want to take that away but I just find Pedersen's scoring ability on that side of the power play has gone. He's got no power play goals this year. Yep. Right. he has got six assists, which is great. Um, that's, that's obviously a strong performance on the power play, but it's, you know, like I said, he's, he's got nothing on the power that that one timer, it, it hasn't been there the last couple of years, which is strange. Cause like there, there are times when the shots like very impressive, but the, the one timer on the power play doesn't seem to be there. And is that because penalty kills are shifting a little bit more to that side? Maybe, maybe mm-hmm. a little bit, but I just thought it's another. I think he would be good at it. I think a lot of the things that Pedersen would be asked to do would be would be fine. But I'm just thinking, um, if if Horvat does get moved out, which really I think it's 50-50 at this point, right? Um, and Commander Vander's got a, I call it, call it CV in there uh, in the chat. But if, yeah, is JT Miller realistically moving? Yeah, out? Is it, like, that's the other yeah. part of this, right? And you know, I, who did I hear? Was it John Shannon? I think on uh, on and Price was saying. He's like, absolutely, teams are lining up for him. It's like, I don't know if teams are lining up. They were lining up. Sure. And you know what? At the same time, if he is like a point per game player again, somebody probably would be like, eh. You know, the contract, I think the contract, the fact that it got done, it almost would like at the time when it was when some people were like at the, you know, some people were saying, like, oh nice, now his trade value's gone up. It's like and everyone's like, no, there's no way they could trade. There's no way you could trade him. I just think that, you know. I think a team would be would give you something for JT Miller in his contract right now. Like are the Islanders potentially still in an, well, a team that's in there? Like <sighs> a, Stefan know,
0: threw this out at Canucks Army, my favorite right. The
1: Blues, they're gonna yeah, we know. The Blues are gonna lose O'Reilly. Do they wanna have like a yeah, an replacement and, there? And yeah. that's
0: the thing is what Stefan threw out is it's an interesting scenario because teams that typically can't pull in big free agents have a unique opportunity here to give up some assets. And get one under contract. But again, is JT especially one of the guys that you're okay with doing that to? It, not if you're the Canucks. If well, you're the Canucks, you you are not in the business to be making friends right now. You need to okay. figure this out. But the team acquiring him, is JT happy if he goes to Arizona, right, and has to play with the Coyotes? Oh, No. And that's what I'm saying.
1: But But the Coyotes has got another good point. JT is technically signed under market value, right? Like, at the time, it was signed. And that's a very good point to add in there. At the time, yes. He's still putting up points. For sure. Yep. And it would be interesting to see what he's like, because, like, a lot of those points are from the power play. The spot where he is, I don't, like, maybe one day I'll measure this with, like, I'll get five different stopwatches going. I'll click them all on when each player touches the puck. But, like. Miller's got the puck the longest on the power play.
0: Ottawa looks like they're going to want to make moves. See all this? Ottawa's got uh, their GM, Pierre Dorian's following every team around. They're watching the Canucks heavily. Put two guys on waivers today.
1: You're saying Tyler Myers, aren't you?
0: No, nope. I'm not. Okay. I would never want to trade Tyler Myers. All right, Myers. Spencer
1: Martin season. We got the poll question. Alex, we'll get the poll question up here. I want to see what Alex says because Alex is... I think after last night's game, I, I already think I know where Alex is going to go with this vote here. Uh, but... We got our poll question. We can bring it up. Brought to you uh, by the great folks at Atlas Goods. We don't have the air fryer in here today, so no fresh pork rinds as we go. Here we go. Alex is on the website. He's already there. What's the promo code? Well, I don't know my promo code here. Convo? Nope. That's the door. Dot. You know, I'm not the promo code guy. You're over here texting bag milk again. Convo DD. Convo DD. That's, no, that's our. That's the... Who are we doing?
0: Atlas. Why can't I remember? Who are you Atlas? texting? I, you know, it's work. I can't figure. Talking it? about talking about work here. Well, you want to read our poll question? You it's you'll CC want to type C fifteen, out. isn't it? Fifteen percent off. Well, yeah, but don't you want to read the poll question?
1: Okay, yeah, I'll get to the poll question. Alex
0: is uh, Alex's gonna be distracted here. Three minutes on. The I was a product. little distracted I mean. there too. Today's poll question brought to you by the great folks at Atlas Goods. We've eaten the pork yeah. rinds on the show. On the show, uh, live. no seasoning though. We gotta get the seasoning. Yeah.
1: Ready. Promo code CC fifteen. Hey, you ripped. You were like, oh, I like the bacon one better. Last time was the bacon one. Just so you know. Really? Yeah. Huh. But I didn't have any, And listen, the seasoning may even make some better. So I'm going with the seasoning next time. Okay. All right, let's see what Alex has to vote on the uh, poll question here.
0: Well, you didn't let me finish the vote. Go ahead, ahead, Alex. But uh, promo code CC15 gets you 15% off your first order of Pop Rinds, the best fresh pork rinds straight from your microwave or air fryer. Our poll poll question today. How many many starts? starts? I'll do it. How many starts
1: will Spencer Martin get this season? I like how Alex falls the most to to help me read because he knows I struggle. Uh, How many starts will Spencer Martin get in this season? 20 or less? 20 to 30 or 30 plus? And and this is going to be an interesting answer from Alex because Alex saw Spencer Martin steal a game last night. He might be thinking 30 plus. Or is he just angry because the Senators, I mean, they dominated for 40 minutes, couldn't solve Spencer Martin? Where's Alex going to go on this one? He's going with. Or could he say 20 or 20th? That's the last one I expected. 20 to 30, Alex says, and he is with the people, 68.4% of people saying uh, that that is the realm that we see, which, you know, think if you think about it, that's about 50 to you know, 52 to, to 62 games for Thatcher Demko. I don't know. I, I think he's going to be pushed is with the answer here. I think a lot of people are thinking this, but we also see 20 or less is getting close is getting more votes than 30 or more. I would lean towards it being closer to 30 than 20 for for Spencer Martin starts.
0: Hmm. Yeah, I think so. I I don't think it's 20 or less. I think that number's gone up. Because at Mm -hmm. the start of the season, we kept talking about it, how it wasn't that high. But I think it is now. Spencer Martin's play has warranted it. All right. You have to play him. Okay. I'm surprised surprised. Alex is he's not angry,
1: but maybe he's just accepted that the the Sens aren't going to be a great team. (laughs) Okay, Get to our betway
0: wrap up. We got stuff going on.
1: No, I got prospects uh, real quick. I'm checking Um, out prospects. uh, Patterson and LeCarrie They both played at the five nations tournament. Uh, Both of them. I'll be 100% honest. Both of them were bad. Um, LeCarrie like had shot attempts and stuff. I'm like, that was cool, but. They all came at uh, on the power play. He didn't do much at five on five, and it was like, oh man! Like I sat there, and, and it wasn't a game where I just watched shift by shift. I sat and watched the whole game, and, and Pedersen was like not really noticeable aside from the times he was like skating to the to the penalty box because he took two minor penalties in the game. Uh, and like, at five on five, I couldn't I couldn't even know I didn't know whose line he was on. Right, like it was, you know, he's there on the power play and he's taking a ton of shots and that's great, but. Like these two players, they're playing against Czechia's U nineteen team. Like you got to come in there and, and show pretty well. And Sweden definitely did in the second and third periods. Like the team did, but I, I was expecting more from these two players. And yeah, it was not a good uh, opening game for them at the and the five nations tournament. They're calling it now. It was the it was called the four nations tournament. Then it was then in my mind it was the three nations tournament. But they're calling it the five nations tournament. They're calling Czechia's U nineteen team its own nation. And Finland's U19 team, it's a mess at this. But uh, that's all I got for the prospects report. Quickly want to say, I think uh, bringing it up just because Canucks, Canadians tonight, 430 is the puck drop. 430, that is. A little bit of a different one. Uh, the Canadians are 6-6-1 six, six and one on the season, but they've lost three of their last four. And Sam Montembeau is going to be the goaltender for the Canadians tonight, we expect, uh, because... Um, he didn't play last night in Detroit, so he's going to play tonight. Jake Allen uh, got the start last night in Montreal, uh, in Detroit. Sorry, uh, you know. And I'm excited to see this Wi-Fi guy, this Arbor Arbor Zcash. That's how you say it. Yes, he had a he had a ridiculous dog rating this season. When I looked up the dog rating real quick on uh, on the year, so uh, excited to see him. I might track his dog at the end of the game. We'll see what he, what happens with him. He's fun too. He's a fun. Uh, he interview. is fun. Okay, betway, betway, betway. Let's do it. Let's get out of here. We got a game. I got to go to the gym. I got the energy now from the coffee. Going to have another. I got my boost drink in me like the old people do. Betway, betway, betway. Uh, What do I got for the bets today? Um, I got. uh, Let's see. I put it out on Twitter. Uh, Alex, you pull it up if you got it. I put it in the in the work thing there. November 9th. It's going to be Andre Kuzmenko. Or Nick Suzuki to score a goal in this game. I tell you what. I'll be 100% honest, now that we're at the end of the show. little off today, both of us. You're not even paying attention. No. Okay. Well, look, not our best show. I'm going to come out and say it. Well, Nick I, Suzuki I'm, or Andre Kizmeko. The game yesterday threw me through a loop. I like It was like a roller coaster of emotions, and I don't want to... I don't know. The roller coaster took it out of me. So I apologize to listeners. This is a bad show.
0: We haven't had the quad sleeper cam in a while. But, no, I feel uh, like
1: we could have the double sleeper cam on should. for both of us. It. It's not a good show today. Yeah, we're... we're <laughs> not a great show. Here we go. Nick Suzuki or Andre Kizmenko to score in this game. You get either or at uh, minus 125. So... And I changed the bets here. Because I'm like thinking, if, if you ride with me and you do... I'm just thinking, if I'm going to do this, 20 bucks a day, 100 bucks a week, And I'll see how I do. I'm going to start, like, tracking. Maybe starting next week, I'll start tracking. I'll do this. Every bet that we put on here, I'll do two bets a day, $10 on each. And we'll see at the end of the season if I can retire or not. Probably not. (laughs) But so so Suzuki or Kazmenko to score at least one goal in this game. Uh, You put 10 down, you're getting 18 back on that. Uh, And then the other one we got here, a little bit more... um, I'm thinking both teams are going to score a power play on this one. And I think uh, Pedersen's going to be in on that goal. Caulfield's going to be in on his goal. Wow. Uh, at plus 550 for both of those players to just get a power play point. So they don't need a goal, just a power play point. Uh, and at plus 550, like, I kind of like those odds. Like, the Canucks' power play is really good. Their penalty kill is also really bad. So uh, I think you're going to have a couple power play goals in this We're game. We're tired today. Team oh yeah we are people
0: in the chat commander vander jumped in and said love the honesty from quads i podcast listeners i'm i'm leaning back in my chair right now Mm -hmm. i'm slouched down it's just you know what it's cold but it's a nice day outside no we'll be back tomorrow with a better show yeah we'll be back tomorrow tomorrow Tomorrow, it's it's hard the the canucks are gonna play in two hours yeah we're going into the weekend tomorrow yeah which is
1: exciting where you poppy yeah we're not coming here on friday we need it i i tell you the show's gone downhill
0: it hasn't gone downhill.
1: Oh, okay. Well, it feels like it has. Today, maybe. A little bit. But we're, we'll bring it back. We'll bring it back tomorrow.
0: Yeah. I also blame you. Yeah, but I'm off today.
1: Normally, I... Both you know, of us. It, it's rare that but, both of us are here's off the on the same thing day. Here's the other thing. I also blame you because when you're bad, I carry you, but I've been bad today. I Have told you been you, carrying hey, me?
0: I told you I'm not feeling great. I told you it was going to be a tough one. Okay. Cody Sieverson jumped to the chat, and said, "Come back, we're, come yeah. back tomorrow with a worse show,
1: and then go into a long weekend with uh, no show on Friday."
0: <laughs> yeah, no, we're gonna be we're gonna be on tomorrow. Well, yeah. People well, saw. I got a coffee. On.
1: I, you know, I'm just look at that mug. I eh? haven't even got two tone mug. You got the yellow and the white. Ian McIntyre is gonna join us tomorrow to wrap up the two. So games. we'll have to be on. Oh yeah, because Ian, Ian's gonna be on. Ian
0: doesn't Ian doesn't deal with you sleeping at the wheel. No, I don't know, but I tell you, whip us into shape. I think we're gonna get Ian going a little bit. I think we should. We should. We get like. It,
1: The easiest guest, and this is when I was producing at 650, easiest guest to get off the rails, Ian McIntyre. You could throw him (laughs) off with anything. Remember when we had him on the show and I called him Big Mac and he caught on to that pretty quick? I love Ian (laughs) McIntyre. Yeah, I like Ian too. He'll (laughs) be on the show tomorrow. We'll be having a better show tomorrow. Um, But yeah. Oh, yeah, Knucklehead sad. They missed a week show. This is a good yeah, one for the okay. podcast. Yeah,
0: you're okay. Uh, okay, oh, let's, uh, let's wrap there. Uh, for my co-host, We should have Chris... wrapped 10 minutes <laughs> into
1: this thing right after
0: we finished with Will. For my co-host, Chris Faber, our technical producer, Alex Allard, our thanks to Will Lockwood for joining the show today. My name is David Quadrelli. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of the Canucks Conversation.
1: Goldobin rookie card, save the show. Save the show. Is that for Epic? <laughs>
0: Thanks for listening to Canuck's Conversation, delivered
2: by DoorDash. Hit the subscribe button to never miss an episode. How about keep it to a thank you, Jim? Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus,